Broadcasting from deep within Angel Stadium, this is Angler Chronicles. Good morning, Southern California. From Joshua Tree at Dutch Harbor, from the Canadian wilderness to the Amazon jungle. Buckle up, because it's going to be wall-to-wall action on Angler Chronicles. Angler Chronicles is brought to you by Turner's Outdoorsman, California's fishing, hunting, and shooting headquarters since 1971. Van Warmer Resorts, Hotel Palmas de Cortez, and Hotel Playa del Sol. Fishing Syndicate Quality Custom Rods, get syndicated. Carta de Teresa, providing quality, handmade, marinated meats. Owner Hooks, perfection in hooks. Lake Elsinore, the city of Dream Extreme. And Bite On Fishing, where your next catch is only a castaway. Good morning, Southern California. And guess what? I'm not Sergio. So once again, I have tiny little shoes to fill. But I'm looking across my where I'm sitting right now, and all you are here are crickets. Everybody is out of town. I'm not. But we are really blessed to have Cliff Friend with us. Good morning, Cliff. Good morning, sir. Yeah. I mean, good morning, Ron, and every okay. all the listeners out worse. there. I've been called worse. We're good. <laughs> and we also have my mentor, my best friend. Mr. Sergio Feinstein, good morning, sir. Good morning, Southern California, and good morning, Ron and Cliff. How are you guys? We're doing good. Feeling fine. And then on the other line, we have, of course, we have Andrew Mack, who I believe is out at Mountain Lakes right now. Good morning, Andrew. Good morning, Ron. Good morning, Sergio, Cliff, everybody. And of course, we have. And then, of course, we have Mr. Steve Carson, the Encyclopedia of Knowledge. Isn't that what Ronnie used to call it? Was that it, Steve? Good morning to you. Uh, yes, it was, Ron, and uh, <laughs> good morning. I'm glad, I'm glad that that, uh, that era has passed. <laughs> well, I, rem- I remember back in the old days, we used to try to stump you, and I don't believe we ever did. So, you know, you are pretty knowledgeable. And then we're going to jump right into our first caller just a second, Andrew. Uh, we're going to go right to, uh, can you cue up Jonathan, Mr. Jonathan Oliver Skinner from Lake Elsinore. Good morning, Jonathan. Hey, good morning, everybody. Listen, uh, just want to say good morning. My wife and I are here in Chicago, actually flying to Miami. And uh, just want to thank you guys for the great job that you guys are doing. And remind everybody that next Saturday, Angler Chronicles are going to be in Lake Elsinore at our annual uh, Winterfest uh, parade. They're actually going to be in the parade. The event starts at 3 p.m., goes till 7 p.m., I think uh, Ron and uh, and the crew are going to be signing autographs too. I think, right, Ron? Um, yes, I'll, I, I've been practicing all week because I'm actually trying to sell my house right now, and I've been writing my name like 400 times a day, so it's going to come in perfectly. Great timing. So, uh, yeah, we can't wait. We cannot wait for this. I am so excited. I know Sergio is too. What do you think, Serge? Mm-hmm. I'm all there. Yeah, I've been I, doing X really well. Yeah, I've been practicing <laughs> I, I, my wave. <laughs> I am, I am so excited. I Unfortunately, I won't be there, but Sergio um, and, and Ron and the team um, talking to uh, Giovanni and, and the crew. We are so excited to have you guys participate uh, this year in the in the um, in the parade. And you know, we'll, we'll be talking over the next couple of weeks, uh, next couple of months, about of course the Dream Extreme Fishing Derby and the uh, Kids Fishing Derby as well. So just want to uh, hope you guys all had a great. Thanksgiving. Um, I'm getting ready to board a plane right now, but I just want to call in and say 
you know, happy Thanksgiving and, and keep up the work, guys. Yeah. Thanks, Jonathan. Uh, yeah, Jonathan, uh, on behalf of Anger Chronicles, we are very thankful for the um, – we've been together for eight years, you know, and um, it's just been one excellent ride the whole way. Uh, it, it's been incredible, and uh, Jonathan's already dropped off, so he must really have some place oh. to go. So uh, with that, why don't we just head right into Andrew. Andrew, what's going on in the freshwater world? Oh, where do I start? There is trout everywhere. Well, you were starting six feet under. You were starting six feet under. Oh, hey, let me interrupt you again, okay? Cliff, thank you for the donuts, Andrew. <laughs> that's why you're that's why you're six feet under. So <laughs> I thought it was eight. Fresh Krispy Kreme. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry, Ooh, sir. Ooh, the nice one. Go ahead, sir. Job, Joe, I'm sorry. No, it's good. That's good. He's six feet under, I'm telling you. Six feet under. <laughs> I don't right. think I don't think Andrew can hear me. Yeah, go ahead, Andrew. You're up. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, so we're going to go ahead and start in Santa Ana River Lakes. Uh, they came in this week with big fish. Uh, I believe on the video they looked about probably about a couple 14 to 15 pounders in that range. Uh, so they're bringing in the super trout again. Um, I talked to Craig. You know, I talked to Craig weekly uh, about, you know, the lake and stuff. And, you know, he said again, you know, they bought all the big fish over there at Mount Lassen. So, you know, be ready. I mean, there there is a chance of that, you know, the elusive 20-pounder that nobody has seen for many years uh to be stocked back in that lake but the bite looks like it was red hot yesterday uh going into the weekend um they did offer a 24-hour camping pass uh on thursday after five you know so you got your turkey dinner head down to the lake there and you know start fishing it's a little bit windy uh till about the early uh early hours there in the morning um and then as soon as uh, the sun started coming up uh the trout were biting i heard that the jig bite was non-stop uh for some anglers uh, the bait was biting here and there, um, but all in all, there's a lot of fish caught yesterday over there at Santa Ana River Lakes. Yeah, I I was uh, I I talked to Craig. In fact, I've been out there. I was out there uh, uh, last week, and um, they had just stocked. Um, they were stocking that week. I was out there on Monday. So wait until you see these fish. They're pretty good. <laughs> They're huge, man. <laughs> exactly. So yeah, exactly. So from there, uh, from there, we're gonna go to the place that I'm actually. At right now, uh, Mountain Lakes, uh, Mountain Lakes stocks 500 pounds of trout in each uh, in each uh, lake. Um, Tony is actually out here. I saw him last night. He came over with Malia on the golf cart. Oh man, you um, took my thunder away. I was going to do something for him. So go ahead. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. So so um uh, so I asked Tony. I go, hey, you going to get up for the radio show? And he looked at me. And he goes, I think there might be a blue jay or a mockingbird in the morning, but I'll try. Yeah, if I, I talked to him about the Blue Jay, and he said it was not going to be here. So uh, Mia is not here. So. Mia is not here. But they did uh, they did bring some better fish. Uh, there was some uh, probably threes and maybe a couple four-pounders caught up here. Um, so it is kind of cool to see uh, some quality fish going in. Uh, from there, the San Bernardino County Lakes had their trout opener this week. Uh, so you got uh, Cucamonga-Guasti, Glen Helen, Yucaipa, Mojave Narrows, Parado. Uh, they all stocked 799 pounds this week. With uh, And what they're doing now is they're throwing in 100 pounds of Calveras version of lightning trout. So that's definitely attracting, you know, a lot of fishermen to get out there and catch one. Um, I know uh, a couple other lakes, the uh, Sharking Crew was out there at uh, 
at Fisherman's Retreat in Redlands, uh, they're also stocking uh, weekly now with you know some lightnings mixed in. And uh, one of the sharking crew members caught a four pounder, so that's a that's a pretty pretty good sized lightning you know that they're throwing in. Um, so yeah, it's it's been great fishing all around. I mean, you know you get you know with the weather, you know how the ocean's acting up and stuff. Get your get your light gear, get your two pound test, your big nets, you know your small hooks, your owners number eights, owner number you know tens. Get out here and you know pull on some trout. Cool. That's that. You know, I, I, yeah. I'm gonna start float tubing at uh, Santa Ana once a week. So I was talking to Craig, and we're gonna both do it together. It'll be fun times. Go ahead. This is a radio show. You have to talk. Oh yeah. So so from <laughs> there. Um, well, I, th- I thought you were saying something about float tubing, Ron. Sorry. Um, so yeah, I mean, you know, definitely that's one of the options at Santa Ana River Lakes is you can get your float tube. Some lakes don't allow it. Uh, but definitely Santa Ana River Lakes, get your flow tube, you know, get a, get a nice, uh, uh, anchor or something to hold you in place, you know, kick around once you find them, you know, get on them and start pulling on fish. Um, from now, from there, uh, Silverwood, uh, the state, uh, actually started stocking, um, the Southern California section now, uh, this week. So like, uh, Silverwood Lake got a stocking, Pyramid Lake got a stocking, Castaic Lake's getting a stocking and a few other lakes. Um, and then uh, starting next week, you're going to have all of Orange County. Uh, Orange County is going to start stocking on uh, on uh, November 29th. So, like, Irvine Lake is actually going to be stocking weekly or every other week. Uh, you got Irvine Regional, Miles Square, Yorba Linda, Laguna Niguel, uh, and Tri-City. All those Orange County lakes are going to finally start their trout season. So there's probably going to be some good crowds over there, you know, especially at Irvine Lake, which is still only $5.00 per carload not per person per carload you got six people in your car it's only five bucks to get in and you know it still is walk-in only so once you park you know you got to walk down to your spot but uh i mean that's not a bad deal five bucks for the whole car sergio got anything to add no i mean it's always been great i miss the old days of irvine lake but we'll take whatever we got Okay, I know there's uh, how's the water level at, at Irvine Lake? Does anybody know? The water level, from what I've heard, is actually really low. Um, that's actually the story at a lot of lakes right now is is the water. I mean, they're waiting, you know, for, for some good some good water to come down from the mountains, some good rains, you know, something. But uh, the majority of uh, of the lakes, you know, they are sitting pretty low. That's for sure. Yeah. Um, yeah, and even though uh, my uh, relatives live up to well we'll come back to that um we hear the music here so uh, hang on everybody and we're listening to ducks radio on am 830 klaa this is anchor chronicles and we'll be right back yes, it is. AMA 30 KLAA. 
Dana Wharf Sport Fishing in Dana Point Harbor. Come check them out. Trips for anglers of all levels depart daily and kids fish free every Sunday. Enjoy clean vessels, full galleys, and friendly expert captains and crew. Everything you need for a great day of fishing for everyone, including a fleet of private charters. The Dana Wharf Kids Club is the coolest club of the sea, featuring free fishing trips, whale watching adventures, and more. Check them out on the web for daily deals, including the famous Half Price Tuesday. Dana Wharf Sport Fishing, number one angler's choice since 1971. That's Dana Wharf Sport Fishing and Whale Watching, located at 34675 Golden Lantern in Dana Point. You can contact them by phone at 949-496-5794 or on the web at danawharf.com. Daily Adventures, Lifelong Memories, established 1971. Stay connected and follow them on Facebook and Twitter. Lake Elsinore is the action sports capital of the world. Stocked regularly with bass, catfish, crappie, and more. Lake Elsinore is the largest natural freshwater lake in Southern California and the destination for fishing. Whether you're looking for an extreme outdoor experience or a relaxing morning sunrise, start your next adventure in Lake Elsinore and stay at the new fully renovated campground, Launch Point Recreation Destination and RV Park. Find us online to follow all the action. The perfect day is my family and I on the boat, out on the waterway. I love it. Nothing but sun, snacks, fishing, and of course, life jackets for everyone. Save the ones you love. Life jackets save lives. A message from California State Parks Division of Boating and Waterways. Ducks Radio, AMA 30, KLAA. Everybody, welcome back to Ducks Radio on AMA 30 KLAA, and this is Anchor Chronicles. And of course, uh, you know this isn't your familiar voice, and he's uh, trying not to wake everybody up where he's at. So, good morning, Serge. <laughs> yeah, well, you know, I mean, those are the things. I mean, I'm up here in family, um, Sacramento, chilly outside, so I don't want to wake people up. <laughs> yeah, I think you need some Death I'm Wish awake. coffee, bud. Yeah, no, no, I'm awake. I'm, I'm way awake, very relaxed. It's been a wonderful few days, so excellent. Actually, I see that uh, Steve Carson put up the Rolling Stones, Keith Richards. Yes. I, yeah, I'm from music. Yeah, you guys keep taking my thunder. Fishing. You know, I'm not going to talk anymore today, so. Um, That's okay, we got you. <laughs> <laughs> but um Andrew, what else do you got, bud? Let's finish you up and Okay, yeah, perfect. So from there, uh Riverside County, um, they're also gonna start stocking next week. Uh so you got Lake Skinner, Rancho Harupa, as well as Lake Kawea. Um Lake Kawea's there's uh there's a, still a lot going on with Lake Kawea. I don't know if you guys remember last year they were trying to shut it down. Um, but the locals actually, you know, contacted the uh, the local government there and you know, they're, uh, you know, city council, and uh, they definitely fought to get that lake to stay open, and so far, so good. Um, they uh, So they agreed to stock again this season uh, with trout, and they're, uh, they're doing about 1,000 pounds, I believe, uh, every uh, every two weeks. Um, so that's that's pretty good stuff, you know, out there in uh, Imperial Valley, you know, get you a chance to uh, catch them trout. Um, the uh, All the Sierras are pretty much uh, catch and release only now, the ones, the places that are open. Remember last year, uh, they actually opened a lot of the rivers and stuff because it used to end November 20, was it November 15th? 
but now going throughout the rest of the season, you know, if you have access to get, obviously, to these places, uh, it is catch and release up there. So there are still a few guys up there catching, um, you know, fishing out of the Owens, uh, fishing, you know, different areas, Bishop and all that. Um, but they uh, that's still in on option for trout. Um, now, if you're going to go all the way north, uh, keep going past there, uh, they have uh, Lake Amador. Um, Lake Amador is about, I don't know, about 300 miles from us. But what they've been doing is they have their own hatchery that they've actually raised uh, these trout, you know, themselves. And uh, last week they put in uh, 14-pounders. So, you know, that's, I mean, and they have bigger ones. If you remember last year, they uh, they had those 20-plus that they were stocking. They put one big load of 20-plus uh, uh, trout. So they might do it again this year. Um, I know they have them available. Uh, a good friend of mine, Russell, actually was up there on a, on a road trip. He stopped in there, was talking to those people. And, uh, you know, they showed them, you know, they have a few ponds up there full of freaking trout, you know, big trout. I'm talking, I mean, these things look like salmon up in there. And, and uh, um, you know, so we'll see on that lake. And if you, uh, if you keep going north, um, I don't know if you guys have ever fished this lake yet, uh, Pyramid Lake in Nevada. Um, that's the home of the Lahotian cutthroat. I know, uh, you know, Chad's been, you know, Chad from Hookup Bait's been going up there every two to three weeks or so and just, you know, getting those big fish. But, I mean, these, uh, you know, these uh, fish, I mean, they can get 15 to 20 pounds, you know, and there's a lot of them in there. And now, I heard they fight really well. Now, um, Andrew and Steve, don't you have to have a permit or a sticker to take one? Uh, yes, yeah, you have yeah, to, it, it's it, a, you can buy a three day pass, the, the um, up there. Hold on, only... hold on guys, you both are talking. So go ahead, Andrew, and then I'll come to you, Steve. Andrew, go. Okay. So yeah, so up in, um, in Pyramid Lake, there is a slot limit. Um, you're only allowed to keep a fish, uh, 17 to 20 inches. Um, and you're allowed to keep, uh, um, I think it's two of those, but if it's a fish over 24 inches, you're only allowed, uh, two fish. Uh, per day only so if you're going to keep a big one which nobody ever does you know you're only allowed to keep two fish total so but again you know i highly encourage and i know everyone that fishes there catch and release you know because it is barbless only there it is unscented you know so you can't you know nothing scented no barbs at all um definitely practice catch and release uh from this lake i mean it's kind of it's kind of crazy how you know how they uh found these fish in a stream um, this strain of Lahotian cutthroat, which had been pretty much extinct for a long time, and they found it uh, in one stream, and then uh, it's just a success story that they started doing the hatchery and everything, you know, getting this whole strain of fish. I'm no, I'm sure Carson knows more about that. You know, go ahead, Carson. You know uh, about that whole story? Well, yeah, except for that's that's not necessarily applicable to uh, the pyramid. That's what they're doing at Lake Tahoe to replace this very specific strain of, of Lahontan cutthroat that was in Tahoe. And that, that's an ongoing thing, although they are, they've been working on it for a few years, and there are uh, uh, now quite a, quite a fair number of them loose in the lake, um, you know, uh, being caught. All the other trout that are in Tahoe, um, uh, you know, including the famous lake trout, are uh, introduced, have been introduced by humans in the last, oh, 150 years. But uh, no, the, the 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 fish that are in Pyramid are the original strain that was there. The ones that were found in a strain, I'm not sure where exactly where it was. I I, I can't remember Wyoming or Montana or, or northern Utah. That's what's going into Tahoe. 
and uh, that's been a pretty uh, pretty miraculous story. Uh, I also wanted to add you kind of you kind of skipped past it. A little more accessible and uh, less expensive, <laughs> to, to say the least, is um, Lake Amador, not to be confused with Lake Almanor, uh, which is also a good trout lake. Lake Amador is pretty accessible to people in this in uh, Sacramento. So if you're like Sergio up there uh, visiting family for the holidays, or you're going up there on business, or you just you're just going there, uh, Amador is probably the closest thing in California to the way Irvine Lake used to be. Uh, it's about the same size. The fishing style is about the same. And as you mentioned, they stock the ever-loving you-know-what out of the lake. They, they have their own hatchery. But uh, it's, it's very, very similar. So if you liked Irvine Lake in the old days, up until about, oh, six or seven years ago, uh, then Lake Amador is very, very similar. Cool. Very cool. I might give it a shot while I'm here then. <laughs> might as well. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. Except they've got a picture yeah. of you in the office. You know, uh, wanted dead or alive, preferably dead. So I wouldn't <laughs> try going there. <laughs> yeah, that's it's on the, In other words, he's on the post office wall. Right. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, so, Andrew, what else you got, bud? Um, as far as freshwater, I mean, that kind of sums it up. Um, I know uh, the Lofa Mountains there, Lake Gregory, uh, had their last stock of 1,500 pounds, and guys have been catching those. Um, there's been a few guys that actually have access to Lake Arrowhead, uh, which is a resident or, you know, accompanied by a resident to fish that lake, and uh, on their boat, and they've been getting some big ones out of there. I mean, these guys have been telling me that they're watching schools of, you know, 30 to 40 trout just swim by, you know, they're throwing the jigs right next to them. They're picking off fours, fours, fives, sixes. I mean, it's, you know, again, that's another lake that, you know, these guys love to catch and release, you know, and that way they can keep on, you know, catching these fish over and over again. But, you know, it's uh, it's it's definitely trout season. Right. Hey, you know, hey, but the one thing hey, I noticed, though, is the weather. Hey, it's Steve. It's windy lately. Yes, um, right now, isn't mostly the Sahara, even in the lower Owens, isn't it all uh, barbless? Uh, yeah, but they, they've done a lot of new regulations, and so depending on where you're going, uh, I would absolutely, no matter if you fish there with your family for the last 50 years, doesn't matter. There's a, <laughs> there's a high likelihood that your favorite water has been changed, so as they say, consult the local regulations. you got to be very, very careful. They made a big uh, uh, revision of the rules a couple a couple seasons ago, and... Um, yeah, just be aware. Yeah, that's why I brought that up because I couldn't remember when they did, but I knew they did. Um, is isn't the Lower Owens uh, barbless, uh, Andrew? Yeah, it's, it's barbless, but it's open all year. Right. Uh, same as uh, Bishop is also open all year. You know, the Bishop area. Um, right. But you're right, though. They did. You know what Steve was saying. Make sure you check the regulations because they did change a lot last year, yep. and a lot of those streams that used to be closed, you know, until fish miss. You know, the end of April are now open, but like again, it's catch and release, barbless only. Cool. Okay, I think that probably wraps up the freshwater. Um, uh, Sergio, what you got going on? And uh, I know you got a couple of questions for Steve, so. I do? Well, <laughs> no, well yeah, you didn't so have so about his so trip, Steve, right? Yeah. Steve, yeah, yeah, Steve, you just took a, a, what, a, a very unique, uh, oddly norm, three day 
trip. I know you can't talk too much about the product that you use, but you can tell us how the fishing was. Oh, yeah. I, 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 it was a Thanksgiving miracle. <laughs> um, and, uh, again, it, it'll be interesting to see. All the boats, of course, were in for, for Thanksgiving. And uh, a number of boats went back out last night. Hopefully, uh, in about another hour, they're going to start reporting in that the tuna are still biting. I can tell you that they were still biting right up until Thanksgiving. I was on a three-day trip on the Pacifica. And uh, we had excellent, excellent fishing on, uh, you know, limit-style fishing on school size, mostly school-sized bluefin. And, you know, it, it, it's only in the last couple of years that school-sized bluefin have been, been sort of dissed. And when I say school-sized, that's like 15 to 30 pounds. And it was definitely mm-hmm. finesse-style fishing, um, bluefin fishing at its finest, uh, generally 20-pound test. You could use 20-pound test mono with a, uh, a top shot with uh, four or five feet of 20 or 25-pound test fluorocarbon, a small hook, either a number four uh, owner Mutu circle hook, number four, not a 4.0, or a number two owner Gorilla Light J hook. That's actually my favorite. It's a little bit less metal than the, uh, than the Mutu mm-hmm. circle hook. And, uh, you know, pick a good bait, et cetera, et cetera, and, uh, you know, let them swim. Uh, uh, there were a few bigger ones. There were a couple of 40-pounders caught, and that's a definitely a challenge for people on that 20-pound on that tackle. And there was one 70-pounder, excuse me, 75-pounder uh, that uh, managed to eat my bait on that 20-pound test with that little tiny owner gorilla light hook and uh ran me up and down and around the boat for about an hour and a half and i I did land him could have been a her didn't really check um so yeah 75 pounder on 20 pound test i'm pretty sure um, i'm racking my my aging rusting brain i'm pretty sure that's the biggest tuna i've ever caught on 20 pound test oh way to go Um, so, yeah, it was, uh, I, you know, I was fortunate. He was hooked just in the uh, in the exact correct spot in the corner of the mouth. And uh, all my knots held. Uh, you know, my, my single San Diego, which is was from the floor to the hook, four-turn surgeon's knot, which was the mono to the floro, and uh, an eight-turn RP knot of the braid to the mono. So... That's a lot of knots for, for something potentially to go wrong, and I was very, very fortunate that nothing did. So, uh, yeah, yeah, it was, well, it was a fun, fun trip. Yeah, well, the important thing is to make sure that every, every little piece is done correctly. Take your time. I see a lot of guys try to do this really quick, and they forget to cinch it correct or whatever, and then you're in the middle of a fight, and there goes the fish, so... Well, congratulations on your biggest fish on 25 or 20 pounds. That, that's pretty good. That's pretty good. And it's a lot of fun. Okay, it's a lot of fun. All right, Serge, we've got to take a break. Uh, so hang on, guys. Okay. I hear the music, and we're, you're listening to Ducks Radio on AM830 KLAA. This is Angler Chronicles, and we'll be right back.
Ducks Radio, AMA 30, KLAA. Ron, these sunglasses are nice. Yes, Sergio. Inferno USA Eyewear, they are great. They were created eight years ago to provide a far superior product with an unbeatable lifetime warranty. You like the burns. Machine billet aluminum frames, extreme wrap style sunglasses, and goggles all in one. They have removable foam inserts, they're polarized, and have polarized transitional lenses available too. The burn style is hands down the greatest wind in your face glass ever made. No wind, dirt, or debris in your eyes at up to 100 miles per hour. Simply put, they're awesome. I prefer the fuel style frame. They are made from TR90 nylon material that keeps them extremely lightweight and very durable. You won't even realize that you're wearing them. Tons of color options and polarized lenses available. The fuels also keep wind out of your eyes at very high speeds. Inferno USA Eyewear. They're nice sunglasses. No gimmicks, just quality construction and protection for your eyes. Inferno USA. Check them out and get yours at www.infernousa.com. That's www.infernousa.com. Hello, everybody. This is Captain Rick from the 85-foot luxurious sport fisher Ocean Odyssey. Departing from H&M Landing in San Diego, California, Ocean Odyssey is Angler Chronicles' number one choice in San Diego offshore fishing. Whether you are a beginner or a seasoned veteran, Ocean Odyssey is equipped with all your fishing needs. From five-star meals, state-of-the-art electronics, spray-brine fish hold, and spacious accommodations. Make Ocean Odyssey the number one choice for your next offshore fishing adventure. To make your reservation today, log on to OceanOdysseyFishing.com or call Dina at 619-889-4535. Again, that's OceanOdysseyFishing.com or 619-889-4535. Ocean Odyssey is a proud sponsor of Angler Chronicles. I can't wait to spend some quality time with my son fishing this year, teaching him about casting, how to choose bait, set the hook, and how to be safe on the water by always wearing a life jacket. Save the ones you love. A message from California State Parks Division of Boating and Waterways. Ducks Radio, AM 830, KLAA. All right, everybody, welcome back to Angels, I'm sorry, Ducks Radio, AMA 30 KLAA, and this is Angler Chronicles, and go ahead, Serge, continue to where you were. Yeah, well, let me, <clears throat> before we go any further, I want to send a big, huge shout out to Orchid Martinez, who's listening in from Arizona, okay, while she's uh, doing some coal, some cooking down in Bola, Bay of LA, uh, where we look forward to uh, joining her. For a trip uh, next year, so in 2022, we'll be going down to Bola, uh, Bay of LA. Uh, anybody that'd like to join us, make sure you get a hold of Orchid at um, Baja Fishing Convoys and join us. We'd love to see you guys come out with us. We'll um, film that trip, and I've never been, so I'm looking forward to that one. So, Orchid, uh, it doesn't look very appetizing. <laughs> she has a picture of an octopus. <laughs> But, um, hey, more power to you, okay? Looking forward to uh, joining, you there, joining you there next year, okay? We've got a lot of stuff uh, going to be going on in 2022, so everybody get ready. Get ready. We'll be announcing a lot of new trips, uh, a lot of stuff here shortly, okay? Um, well, it's Thanksgiving, and since uh, Cliff is in studio, I just want to say congratulations, Chris. You and I had a very good Thursday. Okay, I, I have to admit that um, I suffered through that game. 
Um, and I want to uh, say I'm really sorry to our dear friend Oliver Solis. He is all over social media betting me. Ron, there's something wrong here when he goes, if the Raiders win, I have to buy him Johnny Walker Blue Label. Yeah, if like, the yeah. Raiders were to win, he was gonna he was gonna buy me Black Label. There's only so like a hundred dollar difference. What? About one hundred and thirty dollars. One hundred and thirty dollar difference. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Something something's wrong with that. Mm-hmm. You know, I I think uh, well, Jonathan's probably not listening anymore, but he's also a huge uh, Dallas Cowboy fan, and, and you know, I watched I actually watched that game, and it was an entertaining game, I must say. Yeah, I don't know about that. And the biggest problem for us was I started the game at one o'clock in the morning, uh, one o'clock in the afternoon, like everybody. But we were supposed to go. We were slotted to go to this uh, restaurant here at the uh, the clubhouse, and um, oh my, I just I, I couldn't see the ending. And, I, and I'm talking about well, I could see it, but it was in the bar. I had to keep giving excuses to go to the bar um, to go check out the store. So yeah, it was it was a tight one. But you know what, Cliff, a win is a win. And if we remember. You know, Al, he always used to say, just win, baby, just win. And we won. So congratulations, uh, uh, Cliff. We've got a winning record. Imagine that. Great. I love it. Those Raiders are awesome. Well, even a blind squirrel yeah. gets a net yeah. once in a while. <laughs> and then, hey, don't cut us out yet. You know, I, I, oh, I, no. I, I'm not a cute. Uh, I mean, I don't, I don't think this is our year, but uh, I'll take it. I'll take it. But anyway, let's, let's get back to fishing. Um, one of the things I wanted to do, I think it's just because I'm up here with family, and um, man, there's a lot of stuff to be thankful for. And I was just reminiscing of 2021. Uh, we got a chance to go back to fishing after COVID, and um, we got some really, really amazing trips this year. A lot of big fish. Uh, Steve alluded to that earlier about the tuna they haven't stopped biting and i don't know steve i mean just from a a ten thousand feet up in the air view down um it seems like we got bigger fish this year than last year um i'm not sure that's really true um uh you know it 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 all kind of depends on what you caught recently if you were lucky enough to catch a big one and you didn't catch one last year, you're like, oh, man, they're much bigger this year. I think I think it's about. No, no, yeah, well, just, I, I will be honest. I mean, I, I'm looking at some of the trips that we've been on. Um, we got into a trip on the ocean, honestly, where all the fish were 70 pounders, 60, 70 pounders. We hadn't had that in the past. Then we were on the uh, tuna wars. Like we did tuna wars six and. All the fish were way over 100. Okay, we had like 14 or 15 of those. It just seemed that this year, what was the Tana that that good in 2020? I don't remember. But the Tana yeah, this Tanner year. Yeah, good and, in 2020, but not for as long. The fish would kind of move back and forth, uh, you know, up and mm-hmm. down. You know, there's three or four different uh, areas there over about a, uh, about a 30, 40-mile stretch, and the fish would – would be on one for a couple of days, and then they just would just disappear, and everybody kind of spin around and try to try to relocate them. And 
and, and they were usually in one of just a couple of spots, so the fleet would, would reacquire them sometimes the very next day or it might take two days to, to relocate them. Uh, but, you know, all that sounds, what you're describing is more like, you know, your timing. You were on a little bit bigger fish this year than last year, but but really, you know, overall, you know, if anything, there were slightly fewer, not a lot fewer, slightly fewer of the of the uh, super cows, which is the over 300 pounders. There were obviously there were some, but there were actually, you know, uh, just in my mental count, slightly fewer. And uh, you know, the 70, 80 pounders, it, again, it's more a matter of when when you were out. Last year we caught plenty of them. It's it's easy for that to have already faded into memory. Funny thing about memory, you only remember the really really yeah, well, good times. You forget all the times you went out and didn't catch anything. You know, well, the intrepid. I mean, let's talk about the intrepid. Had a phenomenal trip that came back this week, and they got a three hundred and ninety-two. I mean, almost four hundred pounds. It was yeah, a yellow that, that was amazing. Okay, Tina. But that was amazing. Uh, 392.5. What a fish. What a fish. Uh, I believe it's the largest fish they've had, largest tuna, um, on the Intrepid history. So uh, kudos to Bill Kavanaugh and the entire crew. Uh, They had an unbelievable trip, by the way. They had 11 fish over 200 pounds. 11 over 200. So it was a multi-day, but still, I mean... uh, it's good. I just love watching some of these reports. I mean, you know, um, a few of the boats, I mentioned this um, a few days ago. I mean, the tribute, the Aztec, the Pacific, the Polaris Supreme, the Cortez, the San Diego, they're, they're still all on tuna. And you're right, with this uh, 40, 40 plus uh, tuna on the boats, um, but you do. You have to have lighter line. I think that's why the. You're not getting as many limits. These fish are a little finicky now, the bluefin. So you've got to drop down in line class. You've got to drop down in the hook size. And even though, you know, we say, you know, the hook has to match the bait, I think the hook size does affect whether or not your chances are mm, hampered. Um, if you've got a smaller hook sometimes, where the hook actually hits the fish. You like the circle hooks, the mutus. I'm more of a ring fly liner until the fish are over 100 pounds. But, uh, yeah, uh, there's been some very good fishing. I'm thankful for that uh, because that's one of the one. That's one of the things that we can go out and do, you know, and just, just go out uh, in, in fresh air and, you know, we've got the sun, we've got the D, which supposed to be good, good for us, you know, during COVID. So I've just, just it's been a very phenomenal for me, anyway, a very phenomenal year on the tuna and consistency. Uh, again, maybe it's when we were there, but Ron, we were out a lot this year. And yeah. I mean, we had a trip uh, or two and a half day on the Ocean Odyssey. Yeah, I mean, we saw little David bring in that 200, was it 208 or something? Yeah. All the fish, again, were quality sized fish, 50s, 60s. Um, that was another trip. Well, yeah, I, you know, the, 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 the things that I noticed was that um, there was more of a, a range of the size of fish. They went anywhere from, you know, the, you know, footballs all the way up to, the, you know, like you said, the 200-plus pounders. And 
I don't remember that being that. You either got a big one or you got a small one. There was no in-between pretty much. Um, uh, that's what I noticed. And you guys remember, this is we're going into December, and we're still catching tuna. <laughs> it's pretty amazing. Yeah. So. Yeah, and uh, the, the, the nice thing is if you wanted one of these monsters, uh, you know, 100, 100 plus, you knew what you had to do. You didn't sleep on the boat. You had to be up all night, right. and you had to do a flat fall or a, or a sinker, <clears throat> and you'd just go down there, you know. But um, during the day, you'd catch more of the 50 to 60 pounders. So it, it was um, definitely um, – Testing your equipment, that's the one thing I saw a lot of. People who don't take care of their gear really had some problems. Yeah. Okay, from the knots, as Steve mentioned, to I saw broken hooks, I saw busted lines, I saw reels explode. Um, guys, I know it's, it's November and the fish are still biting, but as we go into December and January, uh, for a lot of people, this is the downtime, okay? You don't go tuna fishing as much, et cetera. This is the perfect time to get your reels serviced and have them ready for next season, okay? In fact, I have a few reels that are being served as we speak because the season will be upon us before you know it, and it's important to make sure your gear is right because if not, you're going to just going to lose fish, you know? And um, you get a chance to go out there, you want to make sure that the investment that you have in buying a ticket and everything else that you do pays off. Yeah. Okay? The other thing that I highly recommend to everybody, and we always joke with Ben about this, um, reels have this thing called a drag, okay? And your thumb should not be used to reinvest the drag. Okay, um, make sure they're set correctly. If you don't know how to set it, ask a deckhand, okay? They may not have the, um, the puller, okay, to tell you exactly what way, and that's okay, you can do that. But you can, some, uh, when you get a little bit, more, with more experience, you can just pull out line and you can feel um, the amount of drag on it. You can you get an idea whether or not it's good enough, okay? And um, I'd rather have a, a, a loose drag versus a tight drag, okay, any day of the week. Yeah. So, um, anyway, but just a little, two little tips going into 2022. Uh, make sure that you, the other thing I would do is this. Check your spectra, okay? A lot of people... Think, well, Spectra lasts three years. Yeah, sure. As long as you don't go underneath the boat, as long as you don't come here and go, yeah, go there, check it. A lot of times you get these little knots. If you get a knot in your Spectra, that, that weakens it. Okay, so this is a good time just to sit, pull out your line, then bringing it in, checking it, um, check for frays and all that stuff. If it's no good, change it out. And um, I do want to ask you a little more, uh, Steve, this is more, you know, a little, I don't know, crazy, but tell me about hollow fill versus regular spectral. Why one or the other? It's just hollow. But, uh, yeah, you, you can get it either way. Generally, the hollow is, is a 
least moderately more expensive. Sometimes hold, hold on a minute, guys. Andrew. Um, yep. Whatever you're doing, stop. Okay. They just told me it was you, so bad boy. All right, Steve, go well, ahead. Yeah. Okay. Oh, I'm glad it wasn't me. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, yeah. Generally, generally the uh, the uh, the hollow is slightly more expensive. You really don't need it till you get above a hundred pound test. Uh, what you can do with with hollow braid is you can uh, literally do you know like a like a Chinese finger trap setup where you insert the, the mono or the floral inside the hollow braid and extend it up a little ways. There's a couple of different ways to, uh, to secure it. Some people use a little crimp. Some people use you know, a little jam knot of various types. Um, but what you have is you do have a very smooth connection of the, uh, of the braid to the, the mono or the floral. And when the line is heavy, when it's above a 100-pound test, that's kind of nice because any sort of knot is a, is a bit bulky. With your more with your more standard pound test for for most most local tuna fishing, not all, um, you know anything from 20 up to 80 pound. Uh, there's a couple of different knots that are good that are not that bulky if they're tied correctly, and you can tie them fast, and you can tie them easily. Therefore, if you need to you're more likely to retie them, either after you've caught a big fish or if you get in a tangle with somebody like Sergio and your line gets all uh, dinged up and you're like, okay, we got to replace that section of line, you can retie it quickly and easily. So basically, I don't even worry about the hollow stuff until you're above a 100-pound test. One other sort of disadvantage in the lighter lines, when you're, again, when you're trying to fly line a, uh, a sardine, it's a finesse situation, maybe the bait's not that great, you're trying to get it out as far away from the boat as possible. Hollow braid can fill up with water, okay. so it actually will will have more resistance than the same pound test of solid, and uh, you know impede your bait, keep it from getting out there where you want it to get. Okay, hey, so, we got to take so a break, guys. I hear the music. So this is Ducks Radio on AM eight thirty KLAA Angler Chronicles. We'll be right back. Ducks Radio, AM 830, KLAA. Hi, everybody. This is Danny Jackson, producer of award-winning Angler Chronicles Television. The very best in sport fishing action is Angler Chronicles TV, seen weekly on Valley Sports West. Each week, Sergio and crew take you on an action-packed fishing expedition from Baja to Alaska and throughout the Southland. Angler Chronicles Television airs five times weekly starting at 8.30 Sunday mornings on Valley Sports West. Visit anglerchronicles.com for details. The original hookup baits are the most versatile and effective artificial baits to hit the water. With sizes from 132 to 4 ounces in 12 fish catching colors, this pattern design uses only the highest quality of materials, owner hooks, and are proud to be built in the USA. The original hookup baits have made it easier to match the hatch when chasing that fish of a lifetime. Go to hookupbaits.com or participating tackle shops to get yours today. Remember, don't blink on the sink and practice catch, photograph, and release. 
Attention anglers, Angler Chronicles chooses Fishing Syndicate. Custom quality rods, the manufacturers of the latest in fishing rods. The perfect combination and blends of high-end graphite and glass fibers that make the lightest, most sensitive, and powerful rods available on the market. See what the buzz is all about and get syndicated. Fishing Syndicate, the rod choice of the Angler Chronicle crew and other industry experts and leaders. Check them out at fishingsyndicate.com and see why they're the chosen rod of the AC crew. Light, sensitive, powerful, FS style. Fishing Syndicate, a proud sponsor of Angler Chronicles. Hi, this is Troy Terry, and you're listening to Ducks Radio, AM 830. All right, everybody, welcome back to Ducks Radio, AM 830 KLA. This is Angler Chronicles, and Steve, continue on. Steve? Yes. Continue on, or uh, were you, were you done? Are we topic from the other segment? Yeah. <laughs> What's that? Yeah. Well, yeah, so yeah, I, yeah, I pretty yeah. much summed it up there that uh, under a 100-pound test, you know, it, it's almost undesirable to use the hollow spectra. Um, I mean, if you have it, you have it, but if you're buying it or you're considering it or you're considering replacing it, all that lighter tackle, you're way better off with the uh, with the solid stuff. Easy, it, it's easier to tie knots, and uh, a lesser known issue is that the the hollow the hollow braid will will carry water in that in that open space in the middle, and uh, impede your bait uh, actually a substantial amount and get you less bite. So there you have it. Um, there's one thing that I learned too, well, and I. I think Ben Ben taught me this. Um, you know, guys, we all know that Spectra and stuff's really expensive. You know, you can take it off and put it on backwards, so all the stuff that's in the lower part of your reel is pretty much new. But you got to test it. And that's a great way to look for knots, like Sergio said, and stuff like that, and re put it back on and use that as backing. And, so, and, and I, I should also add, all Spectra is Super Braid, but not all Super Braid is Spectra. Spectra is a brand name of gel spun polyethylene line and you know way way back uh you know when the stuff first came out that's that's what the most popular brand in southern california was Iserline. so that term was coined by mr Iser. but uh, there's a lot of different gel spun polyethylenes now that that are not spectra uh, and and the original name from the european company that invented it was dyneema so uh, yeah, it, 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 that's not really the generic term for it, except for uh, you know w- within a very small, you know, little circle here in Southern California. Just wanted to point that out. Okay. Yeah, no. The, the reason I asked that question is because I I went in to uh, get some line, and all they had left was that the hollow. And I said, ah, go ahead. The guy said, yeah, the knots are pretty much the same. And the one thing I did notice when I, when I fished it, it was much, much softer on my fingers, okay? It's uh, limper, okay? Um, it just seemed uh, softer, okay? And uh, it, just, it, it just felt better. And I go, okay, well, let's see. It, it, it held out perfectly well. Okay, I was using the 40-pound. Um, it just, it just you know, I... I Tied my knots well, like I normally do. There, my might, be, there might be a reason mm-hmm. that that was the only thing left. But well, it worked oh. out for me. <laughs> but, uh, 
There's a reason that's all yeah. that was left. Yeah, but, but I mean, I had it. no problems with it. Yeah, well, I, 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 the reason is I favor it because it's so much softer. And, um, you know, sometimes, you know, I start fishing, I forget to put tape on my thumb, for example. So when you're using your thumb to bring in your line, it starts to cut your thumb or forgot to put in a pair of gloves or, you know, um, this stuff doesn't do that to you. So I said, mm, that's kind of interesting. I figured, you know, if there's any downside, I didn't see any, but I figured you'd, you'd have more of a uh, spec on it, one versus the other. So I appreciate the information. I appreciate the information. Okay. But uh, back to what we were saying, good time, folks, is we pass the Thanksgiving moving into Christmas. If you're not going to do a lot of fishing, this is the perfect time to make sure your line is good. You know, I, I went in there the other day to um, to uh, clean up one of my rods over here with Oliver, and he goes, well, look at this. And he was running his fingers through the guides, and a couple of guides were cracked, okay? And, you know, you don't see it, okay? So the other thing that's good, take a little ball of cotton and go through your guides if you have ceramic inserts and make sure that they're not cracked. The cracked guides will cut your line, okay? Yeah. So it just, it's just a lot of little things right now that we do have the time going into the new season, okay, for all your salt weather uh, stuff and obviously fresh water as well, but it seems like you're bringing up the fresh water year now uh, in replacement of the salt water as we go into lakes and less ocean. Uh, good time to do all that housekeeping. Sergio, regarding the guide, something that I see a lot um, is that, uh, although what you mentioned with the with the with the slightly cracked guides and being able to test with a little cotton ball, that's that that's very applicable. Probably more often is that the the insert in the guide is just gone. Um, it may crack and break apart and mm-hmm. literally fall out, or it may it may pop out whole and you just don't notice it. And you're left with just, you know, the, the, the bare metal of the guide. And if you're not looking real closely, it looks fine. So you literally got to gotta get kind of a close-up look to every single guide, make sure that insert is in there. And if it's not, um, you know, it's not a huge deal to have a replace. Just about any tackle shop can rewrap the guide. Um, you know, I mean, it's not going to be free. But you can usually have it done for under 20 bucks. But uh, if you have even one guide, and especially the tip with no insert in it, uh, you hook any sort of a fish, it's going to shred your line. And not only are you going to lose the fish, whatever your line is, including your braid, is probably going to be ruined. Yeah, yeah. And, and, yeah, so those are all the little things that right now make sense to get done. Okay, you have a little bit of time here, and um, it'd be good if you got to get everything ready for next year, you know. Uh, before you know it, the 2022 season will be upon us. And um, the worst thing that can happen is you just grab a rod and reel from your garage you've been sitting for six to eight months, and you think everything's good, and it's not, okay? Anything. Just every, have everything if you can service. If you can't afford it, just open it up, put a little bit of grease here, a little bit of grease there, um, get all the salt out of it. Um, that's all the key. 
you know, one of the things I keep seeing people make a mistake is they use, um, they get home, and I, and I bring my rods home from every trip, and they go straight to be rinsed. There's a difference between being rinsed and being power washed, <laughs> okay? You can use a, a hard spray, if you want, or a hard stream on the rod itself to get a lot of the scales and stuff. But when it comes to the reels, it should be a very gentle mist, okay? You definitely do not want to push any salt water that's on the outside of the reel inside or further inside of the reel, okay? Um, a lot of people ask me, you know, how often do I um, have my reels service? Well, during the season, only when they need it, okay? And you'll know when they need it. Um, a lot of times they're okay, and they don't need constant rinsing and taking care of because I fish a lot. So as long as everything is, quote, unquote, wet on the inside, we're good. Steve, um, if you go on a saltwater trip, say, you know, and everything I use, the reel, everything's wet on the inside, it probably takes a day or two for it to, for the water to evaporate, evaporate, leaving the salt that's sort of doing its damage. You could probably go two or three days. If, you, if you're fishing every two or three days, you probably don't have to do a lot of rinsing. Everything is still wet, right? You know what I'm talking about? Uh, yeah, and, and I was going to add, um, you know, a lot of people have, uh, you know, a reel bag or some other type of uh, storage where they put their reel away in between trips. And for some people, that might be a couple of months in between. Um, after you've rinsed your reel off, and I also use a product you can get it at uh, just about all boat boat hardware stores, some tackle stores also carry it, um, you know, it, some sort of a, of a salt neutralizing product, uh, you know, they have names like Salt-X or Salt-Away or whatnot, mm -hmm. um, I spray that onto the reel and then make sure that I, I as you mentioned, gently rinse that off, but uh, then you want to leave your reel out and let it air dry probably for a couple, three days. Uh, just leave it out, you know, out on the counter or, you know, wherever it can get, you know, plenty of air circulation. And every day while it's drying, pick it up and crank the handle hard, for, you know, for about five or ten seconds to make sure, you you know, you A, sort of redistribute the moisture in there so that it dries a little quicker and you keep the bearings, et cetera, well lubed. If you just, you know, rinse your reel off and put it in a reel bag and ignore it for, you know, three months till your next trip, you're gonna you're gonna come back to it, and the reel's gonna be literally impossible to turn. All right, everybody. So, like I say, about, about we gotta go to break. Steve, hang on to that thought again. But we'll be back, and we'll be talking to the sheriff. Of course, we can't wait for that, and we'll find out what's on for next week. And this is Angler Chronicles on Ducks Radio AM 830 KLAA. We'll be right back. Congratulations to Shohei Otani for winning the 2021 American League Most Valuable Player Award. Otani had a season for the ages, becoming only the second player in American League history to have 45-plus home runs and 25-plus stolen bases in the same season. Otani was also the first MLB player to ever be selected to the All-Star Game as both pitcher and position player. Congratulations, Shohei Otani from the Angels and AMA 30. Sometimes the world can seem a cold place, so we gotta bring the warmth to it. Sometimes the world can seem a broken place, so we gotta strive to fix it. 
At the end of the day, we are empowered to create the world we want to live in. So we prepare for the worst, but we must always, always expect the best. Smith & Wesson, empowering America. Ducks Radio AM 830, KLAA. Orange County, Los Angeles, and Inland Empire. Your flagship station for Anaheim Ducks hockey. The following is a paid program. Opinions expressed are those of the program sponsors and not necessarily the views of AMA 30 KLAA, its owners or management. Any and all on-air promotions broadcast during paid programming are the sole responsibility of the show owner and not the responsibility of AMA 30 KLAA. Welcome back to our number two with more fishing, more hunting, and more adventures on Angler Chronicles. All right, everybody, welcome back to Angler Chronicles on Ducks Radio, AMA 30, LAA. Boy, that was good. As you, everybody knows what this song means, that there's just, you got it, you're in awe. You just hear this song and you go, man, that the Jig Slinger's here. He's ready to go. He's out there. And he goes out every week just about fishing. So he always stays in tune. And the only other thing I have to say, Danny, is there's 91 days till spring training. Welcome, Mr. <laughs> Danny Jackson. Oh, my goodness. Well, I can't hardly wait. You know, I, I think it's going to be a good year for the Angels next year. Anyway. I uh, want to say good morning to everyone, Steve, and you, of course, Ron, and Sergio. I'm, I'm just so glad you you got some time to, to spend with your folks there in Sacramento. You know, we're, we have a fishing show here, and we all love fishing. But I was just thinking, there's nothing more important to family. Absolutely nothing more important. So glad you're getting to enjoy all of that, Sergio. Thank you, thank you, Sheriff, and um, let me tell you, Jig Slinger. I'm having a great time. It's nice to spend some time with dad and with mom and my sister. And it's just, it's really good. It's just, um, like you said, you can't beat it. Okay. You can't beat it. So it's wonderful. No, wonderful. No, that, that's, that's very true. Very important. I'm just glad you're getting that time, Sergio. Anyway, Ron, I'll make this quick. Uh, Cause I mean, you've got a really good show going on this morning. Uh, yeah, I was out of freedom boat club yesterday. Um, on one of the Defiance Pilot House boats, good friends. It was good weather. We had a, a, a fun day, good day. We, we caught a few bottom fish, sand bass, and some white fish as well. So we got plenty of fish, all we really needed. But uh, I want to tell a list and remind the listeners, all of our listeners, that at Freedom Boat Club, you know, November, is, they, they're calling it Black November. It is right now 50% off. I'm going to give a phone number in just a moment. Uh, but... Um, you know, Freedom Boat Club now, not only Huntington Harbor, the local franchises, Huntington Harbor, uh, San Pedro, Redondo Beach there in King Harbor. Of course, Steve knows that area real, real well. And then Marina Del Rey. They just added Marina Del Rey. So with one membership, you've got all that. Plus, you've got access to Ventura. You've got San Diego, uh, Harbor, Mission Bay, and uh, all over the country, 300 locations. So anyway... It, it, it wouldn't hurt to call uh, uh, everyone, uh, call Sean at, at Freedom Boat Club, just to get some information. Just to, you know, you don't have to call and join automatically. Uh, just 
just get some information. He'll uh, let you know. But their phone number, and he's standing by his phone this weekend, I know, is area code 657-339-2300. Very easy to remember, 339-2300. Now, getting to the show uh, for tomorrow. Um, first of all, at 8 o'clock tomorrow morning, Ron, we've got um, the Freedom Boat Club special. It'll, it'll air one more time tomorrow morning at 8 a.m. And then, uh, then the, the show for next week starting at 8.30 tomorrow morning on Valley Sports West. I don't want to forget that, Valley. At 8.30 tomorrow morning is a, uh, one that we put together. Uh, uh, we call it the Spotlight Pierpoint Landing. And it's, uh, it's a kind of a combo uh, episode with, with two uh, of, our, of our favorite boats, of course, the Enterprise out of Pierpoint Landing, also the Tornado. Enterprise outstanding yellowtail fishing uh and and the local actually local fishing big yellows and then of course um trip that you were on there ron that the really outstanding tornado trip to uh, san nick uh which they're doing this time of year of course so anyway that's it uh it'll, it'll air five times this next week and also available of course not only on valley but but uh, the various uh, satellite feeds as well throughout all of north america ron so just wanted to say hello to everyone, hello to Sergio, and hope everybody's having a great weekend. Well, you know, Danny. Hey, um, uh, hold on. Go ahead. Yeah, uh, before you go, Danny, where did you fish um, for the bottom grabbers? Did you go where we did the research <laughs> the week before? Well, it, it was it was good fishing. You know, we didn't we didn't we didn't limit out by any by any means. But the same spot you and I fished last week. You know, some numbers that you showed me there. Um, generally, the 150 area, just looking around, metering around and uh, uh, that area. And then we, we came inside, fished some of the stones there, just south of the wall there, and uh, some of the wrecks, actually, south of the wall. So, anyway, just the weather was just outstanding. We, we were so afraid of the, the wind, you know, Wednesday night, you know, it was it was howling here. It must have been gusting 50, I don't know. But... Uh, and it was more wind on Thanksgiving Day. But yesterday, there was a little breeze early in the morning, maybe six or eight knots. And by 11 o'clock in the morning, it was grease. So it was a great day, Sergio. Yeah, well, one of the things, believe it or not, I look forward to fishing the local area. I, I know it happens in Long Beach. I'm not familiar with what happens in San Diego. But when you get a Santa Ana condition and you get the red uh, flag warnings, you know, and everybody gets all freaked out, for some reason, the ocean just lays down, and it's flat, okay? Uh, you might get a breeze. You might get a faster drift, but the water is just flat, calm, and um, it makes for a lot of enjoyable days out there, and um, I look forward to Santa Ana conditions, you know? Uh, yeah, well, the, the high pressure is good. Again. You know, when you, get that, when you get that wind or the breeze, uh, first, first of all, it's coming out of the north. It's coming right off of the beach, north and northeast. So even if it is blowing a little bit, it doesn't have time or a fetch, as they call it, to, to build up. So, you know, as long as you want to stay fairly close to the wall, even if it's blowing, you're you're good. So uh, very enjoyable, mm -hmm. uh, everybody, Ron and Sergio. Yeah. Excellent. Well, Jackson, thank you so much. Happy Thanksgiving. And uh, just uh, thanks again. Uh, you and I, we talk a lot, and, you know, we value family above all things, and 
it's been uh, really good here, really, really good here. So looking forward to getting back home uh, next week. You know, uh, Jackson, I get to take Mr. Cliff Friend with me on Tuesday, December 2nd. We're going to go see if we can rip up some of the local areas there uh, and go do some fishing. Uh, Cliff wants to see if he can get some halibut, so we're going to try to put the time in to see if we can get some halibut. Did you still have uh, light squid at the bait receiver? I'm sorry, what did I have? What, Sergio? A light squid. You want uh, Danny? Ron, what are you he, he wants to know if you have live squid. Is there still live squid at the baby? Oh, 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 oh! I'm sorry. No, there were none yesterday. None yesterday. Uh, I, I saw Mario at Nacho's Barge, but uh, there, there is local squid. So squid is going to be something uh, these these lo- local bait barges are going to have. Because you know, my my son. You know, do you guys know Corby? He's a he's a commercial. Uh, you know, he runs a bait boat. And there are local squid. There's some off of Long Beach, Long Beach there's some in Catalina. I think the reason they didn't have it yesterday, they haven't been fishing uh, over the over the, ho- the Thanksgiving holiday. But there are local squid, so look for that. They're, you know, so, yeah. Excellent. Well, thank you, Danny. Thank you, Sergio. Thank you, Ron, and everybody, Steve Carson, Andrew, if he's still listening there, and and uh, the rest of the gang, and it's, it's just nice to check in every every Saturday morning, Ron. And you guys, have, everybody, have a great weekend. It's going to be a beautiful day. Hey, Danny, happy Thanksgiving, and give Kathy a hug. I will do that. Thanks a lot, Ron. We'll see you guys. Okay, guys, Sergio, what else you want to add? Well, I mean, you know, uh, going back to that, uh, Steve, any reason, any scientific reason that you may know about why when we have Santa Ana winds, it's so nice out in the ocean and on land, you're holding on to dear life? It's just just blowing against the prevailing winds that, that ordinarily churn the ocean up. Uh, you know, mm-hmm. nothing uh, a whole lot more complicated than that. We'll take it and run with it, yeah. though. Yeah, and, absolutely. And I, I've certainly, just like you, I've always noticed that that phenomenon. Yeah, I, it, yeah. No, it, it's it's it, it really is a a big deal. And um, I, again, I look forward to it. I see the wind coming, and I always get a call. Oh, you know, there's red flag warning. I go, Yep, no problem. We got this. And it always seems to be uh, really, really good to be out and about. So, all good, all good. Okay, um, I know where Danny went, and um, are you ready, Cliff? I'm ready, definitely. I'm in on the water. Okay, so uh, we're going to go out, and uh, my understanding is William will be joining us. Okay, I want to say a little prayer for our dear friend William Johnson. Um, His mother passed away uh, last week. Um, and uh, our thoughts and prayers are with him and the entire Johnson family, okay? But he said he needs it. He's going to come out. The three of us are going to go out and uh, try to put some hurt on those halibut, okay? I don't know about barn doors, but we'll definitely get a um, uh, garage door. How's that? Oh, I just love those big butts. (laughs) 
<laughs> and I cannot lie. Yeah. <laughs> well, we want we're talking about halibut, and um, but <laughs> anyways, let's uh, let's bring Oliver in, and you guys can continue, man. So. Um, oh Oliver, no 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 no! Wait a minute. Since Oliver is coming on, yes. I want him to be prepared. Okay. He goes oh, yeah. on social media. Yeah, I know he's gonna. <laughs> Okay, and, and, and I want the embarrassment to really sink in because we went into their house. Okay, okay their house. Okay, and I, you know, I didn't. It, it didn't dawn on me this morning when we talked to Jonathan to really rally him. So, Oliver's going to get the yeah. double wham. Okay, here. well, everybody, okay. this is Oliver Solis of Fish and Syndicates Rods. Um, Oliver, are, are you ready? Are you ready for this, Oliver? <laughs> uh oh. I, I just woke up, so I don't know. <laughs> okay, well, yeah, you just woke up, and, and I guess your 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 Dallas Cowboys are still asleep. Can you can you hear me? Can you hear him, Oliver? No, I I I can't really make out what he's saying, Ron. Well, that's a good reason to say he's uh, making fun of your Dallas Cowboys, <laughs> which rightly so. You, oh, oh yeah, you know well, you you should have. You know, I, I think, think I think the Cowboys looked so bad. Well, actually, they looked pretty good. They scored a lot of points, but the defense was so bad that. Uh, wow, <laughs> that's all I can say. No, I, Ron, 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 I only opened a thirty dollar bottle. If the Cowboys won, he would have spent three hundred bucks on me. <laughs> Sergio, can you hear Oliver? Uh, barely, but since, but since he cannot hear me, I need you to explain the following to Oliver. Okay. The whole theory about not waking a, or not poking a sleeping oh, bear. yes. Well, Oliver. Go ahead and explain it to him. Oliver, there's a, there's a saying out there, you know, when, when, you, when you're going up against good, that you let them sleep. <laughs> you do not poke a sleeping bear and wake them up because you know what's going to happen. You're going to get mauled, beaten, pulverized, eaten up, and spit out. And that's exactly wow. that's exactly what happened to the Cowboys. Man, did you practice that mouthful? No, I did not. I'm uh, I'm I'm naturally you know Sergio never lets me talk normally. I actually have a gift of gab, and I'm old, so no, I'm old, so nobody listens to me. So it's okay. Okay. I think you have the gift of lab. And, and, you know, he loves my jokes, but I will not tell any. Nope. But, uh, Oliver, nope. how do you explain nope. how the Cowboys can let the Raiders score that many points? Um, let me see. Do I give the Raiders credit for being a good team, or do I just accept that the Cowboys are horrible? Well, the Raiders are good. Oh, oh. Come on, man. Or a combination, or a combination of both. <laughs> uh. Well, I ask him this question too. How does it feel to have GP and Sergio surrounding his Cowboys in the loss? Okay, so how can how does it feel, Oliver, to have Sergio and GT surrounding you? The Raiders <laughs> whooped you. I mean, come on, you're never quiet. What's what's going on? Okay, uh, look, we we're, we got to yeah. take a break. I'm sorry. This is. Ducks Radio on AM830 KLAA, and this is Angler Chronicles. We'll be right back. In the heaven, dying on the way. Ducks Radio AM830 
KLAA. Looking for the ultimate outdoor recreational experience? Look no further than the city where we dream extreme. Lake Elsinore, home of the new Launch Point Recreation Destination and RV Park. Experience next level camping with the best amenities available. Full hookup sites, vintage trailers, themed yurts, a swimming pool, splash pad, outdoor dining, and a spacious community hall. Adventure starts here. Reserve your spot. For more information, follow Launch Point on Facebook and Instagram. Relax, play, stay at launch-point.com. Why settle for one boat when you can have access to nearly 20 in Huntington Beach and San Diego? With a Freedom Boat Club membership, enjoy fishing, water sports, and exploring local waterways aboard late model boats from top brands. Call 888-781-7363 today to learn about our one-time entry fee, low monthly membership dues, and three free months when you join the club. That's 888-781-7363 or cruise to freedomboatclub.com for details. Ducks Radio AM 830, KLAA. Everybody, welcome back to Ducks Radio AM 830, KLAA. And this is And, um, you know, you might as well just go ahead and cue up perfect timing. Uh, Steve in Long Beach, I don't know if you guys are all going to hear everybody, but we do not have Ice Ice Baby to play, so Steve, you're a lucky man. We have Sergio, Oliver... Steve Carson and Andrew Mack. Good morning, Steve. Hey, good morning, everyone. Hope everyone had a great Thanksgiving. Uh, we all did. How about yourself? Oh uh, yeah, it was it was great. It was great. Thanks. Can anybody? Can everybody hear Steve? I can hear Steve. Can Steve, I can, can hear you hear me? Sergio. Yeah, I, I can, can hear you. Too. I can hear you barely. I can I can understand you there, Sergio. Oliver. Okay, well, congratulations. What a two-day trip on the El Dorado. Start there. Yeah, Yeah, the El Dorado, excuse me, they had a two-day charter this week, guys, um, early in the week. Uh, Day one, they had bluefin tuna, guys, 30 bluefin tuna for 18 guys. They hooked over over 50 fish. This was the smaller stuff, but fun fishing, 20 to 45 pounds. Um, Day two, they headed to San Nick. And sack limits of the big reds and whitefish, sheephead. Um, they had quite a few link cod, hooked a few yelltail as well. So they had a really good two-day trip. And uh, I sent them out last night heading back to San Nick. They're back fishing San Nick every night, weather permitting. And uh, big news is next week, guys, Wednesday night and Thursday night, we're doing another $149 overnight special, $149 when you prepay through the website for the El Dorado. And uh, don't forget, December 6th, we start our buy one, get one, where you uh, purchase one ticket. When you're checking in that evening of the trip, I will hand you a free overnight pass for 2022 for any overnight trip aboard the El Dorado out of Long Beach. Well, that's that's pretty cool. Uh, What about uh, the victory? Are you guys still running your special? Yeah, actually, uh, we decided to extend it. We decided that yesterday. So the victory is doing their weekday special. Again, we have extended it. Monday through Friday, weekday trips, only $60 prepaid to the website. Big savings, guys, if you prepaid to the website. And uh, they are fishing local. They've been doing really well on the, um, on the uh, bottom fish, big rockfish, a few sheephead, whitefish. Actually had a few lingcod, catching a few bass as well. Um, they had live squid for a few days this week, which really made a difference on the quality of the, the rockfish and the bass fishing. But it's it's been really good. Um, 
the victory departs every morning at 6 a.m., returns between 4 and 5. So if you want to go ahead and book on the El Dorado or the victory, jump on our website, longbeachsportfishing.com. Um, if you have any, any problems, issues, or questions, give us a call at 562-432-8993. How about the Aron uh, and the uh, Dreamer? Are they still running? The Aron is actually going to be down for maintenance uh, for December. And uh, don't get excited, guys, because sand dab season is coming. It's coming January 5th. The R-On will be running sand dab trips. So I expect to see all you guys out fishing sand dab. Okay. I can't wait. I can't wait. I'm... <laughs> Oliver, do you have a rod for that? I was just going to ask him that. <laughs> <laughs> you know, sand dab is so important. We got we to design a rod specifically for that, apparently. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, you got to start the sand dab syndicate. <laughs> there you go. There you go. <laughs> um, I, that just takes your breath away, doesn't it? Um, oh, yeah. Uh, <laughs> oh, my goodness. Okay, so, yeah, so yeah, with all due respect, <laughs> we, 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 knock, we knock the sand dabs. So they're very tasty. They are. Okay. And it's one of those things that doesn't have a limit. I, I mean, you can put... Uh, two or three sabiki rigs in, in line and have at it, you know, come up with 10, 15 of them at a time. You just gill and gut, scrape off some of the uh, scales, put them on the frying pan, and they're just absolutely excellent. You know, very poor man's uh, halibut. So well, well there's that. a couple it's of uh, restaurants that actually serve it here in Huntington Beach. Uh, actually, I've said yeah, they're expensive there. too, guys. Yeah. So. Yeah. Yeah, so, so it, it is, it don't, don't knock it till you try it. There you go. How's that? Yep. Okay. <laughs> uh, I'm still speechless. Um, Oliver, <laughs> thank you for fixing my rod. Um, <laughs> I, I can't even get around that. Um, okay, so Sergio, what else you got? <laughs> Well, no, I mean, I'm looking forward to, uh, we've got one more trip before the end of the year on the El Dorado. Um, it is the 29th. It's an overnight trip, which we have, uh, uh, we're going to donate that trip for Fishers of Men, okay? And uh, we, you and I will be out there, Ron, or at least me, okay? Because I know Rockfish, Ron, I don't know what you're going to do, but I'll be there. No, I'll be there. And uh, hopefully we'll... Yeah, we'll head over to uh, Nicholas Island, and you know it, 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 it's a drive, but year after year, trip after year, we go out there, and we're limiting out, and we're able to come home uh, with full sacks of quality, quality rockfish, uh, an occasional yellowtail. Um, it, it's it's really good. So, uh, looking forward to. Uh, fishing with everybody one last time before the end of the year and specifically for a very good cause we get to uh, raise some money to buy some shoes to put in the feet of people that are less fortunate than us and I mean really less fortunate than us right. you know, one of the things I always say you know I was born in Argentina it is a third world country so poverty at a third world level is not the same as poverty here uh, it really is poverty and um just the ability, and especially right now through the Thanksgiving season, where we're thankful for everything that we have, um, you know, we should 
to try to give a little bit back. So if you can, come and join us. Um, it, it, it's a great way of sneaking one more trip before the end of the year, bringing some great table fare back home, okay, and raise good raise money for a worthy cause. So everything everything fits. Yeah, okay, right. So, right now um, the phone number on there. Right now, the phone number on there, you're going to be still calling me at uh, 714-969-9750, or you can call Fishers of Men. They'll, either one of us will book, and we're in constant contact to make sure we don't overfill it. So. Okay, and I'll be putting something up on social media here. Just let everybody know, and uh, let's go out and have some fun. Okay. It's always been one of the best trips of the year. I mean, it, 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 just have fun. It was... Mm-hmm. Plus, it's the last chance you have to getting some rockfish before the closure. Yep. Yeah, that's right, so pretty much only one good. day left. So, nice. Steve, still with us? Yeah. Yeah, I'm here. I'm here. I'm just just listening. So, so okay, did you have yeah. a good holiday, sir? Looking forward to that one, Steve. Steve, did you have what a good holiday? That? Did you have a good holiday? Oh yeah, it was great. It was great. I appreciate that. It was good. Still full. Lots of turkey. Lots of traditional Thanksgiving stuff. It was. It was great. We'll be eating leftovers for about another week, like most people. Yeah. Well, give us the number again and how we get a hold of I, I you, just, and thank you very much. But before he goes, I have a question, and this is, Oliver made, made me say this. Was there a lot of ice in your drink? <laughs> <laughs> okay. No. <laughs> I, was there any <laughs> vanilla ice? What did you say? <laughs> Actually, I did apple pie, uh, vanilla ice. It was it was great, guys. Okay. Uh, how do we get a hold of you? <laughs> we love you. Uh, I love you too, guys. It's always a pleasure. Um, website: longbeachsportfishing.com. Click book online. Uh, telephone number is five six two four three two eight nine nine three. And as always, I appreciate the time, guys. Thanks for everything you do, Oliver. I love you, buddy. You guys all have a good day. All right, take care, Steve. Love you, Steve. Stay safe out there. All right. Well, listen, um, I really want to invite everybody. This is your last chance to fish with the Angler Chronicles crew this year, okay? Because we don't have any other trip in between, right, Ron? This is our last uh, No, just the a private ones on the um, um, Freedom Boat Club. That's, that's, all, that's all we got. Yeah. Um, yeah, but yeah, um, So come on and join us. We'd love to have you uh, more than anything. And I will tell you this. I was on the last trip uh, a few weeks ago on the El Dorado at Nick, and um, the fish were big. I actually had to put my two-speed reel to work, okay? In fact, I was using the uh, one that Steve uh, recommends, the Fathom 15LD, Steve, two-speed. Fantastic yep, LD2. LD2, yeah, a two-speed. And so, you know, what happened was you're fishing about 275 feet. And when every red was about six, seven, eight pounds, um, after like three or four of those, okay, you're getting close to your limit. And, I mean, it's a chore, okay? So you put it down in the low gear. And just turn the handle, makes it nice and easy. It's got a lot of torque. It, it felt like it had a lot of power. So that was a lot of fun. So 
and make fishing fun for those fish. So um, it's good. But I think what I'm going to do is I'm going to I'm going to go over to uh, uh, Danny's house and pick up his Panacon 500 and use the electric reel. And that way, I don't have to exude too much energy because you know it is Christmas. You know, so you don't want to work too hard. Don't want to work too hard. But those okay, two reels are just we got to take a break, so hold on to those thoughts. You're listening to Ducks Radio, AM 830, KLAA. Angler Chronicles, we'll be right back. Ducks Radio, AM 830, KLAA. Lytle Screen Printing in Huntington Beach, where quality and service are everything since 1989. Screen printing, embroidery, digital printing, Lytle does it all. Shop their extensive line of apparel and headwear or bring in your own for customization. A few embroidered shirts or thousands of printed t-shirts, Lytle has you covered. No order is too big or small. Mention Angler Chronicles and they will waive your setup fees for your first order. You can find them on the web at lysphb.com or call 714-969-2424. Lytle Screen Printing, where all your needs are met. Hello, I'm Chef Bree, head chef for Carne de Teresa, and it's my goal to make you a chef in your own kitchen. I've created the perfect and most delicious seasonings to go on top of our pollo asado and pollo atabato. And our Carne de Teresa Salvadoreño sausage is perfect for breakfast or dinner. Carne de Teresa is always hand-cut, hand-seasoned, and hand-packed right here in Southern California. You can find our delicious Carne de Teresa products at your local Albertsons, Food for Less, Ralph's, and Smart and & Final. Let Carne de Teresa make you a chef in your own kitchen. Visit CarneDeTeresa.com for recipes and more. Remember, when fishing, practice CPR. Catch, photograph, and release, and always eat more Carne de Teresa. This is Teresa. Carne de Teresa is a proud sponsor of Angler Chronicles and Olive Crest. He's not just my fishing buddy. After 30 years, he's a brother, and I'd sure hate to lose him. His bass boat's got nothing to do with it. So I make sure both of us wear a life jacket. Save the ones you love, even if they don't own a fancy boat. A message from California State Parks Division of Boating and Waterways. Hi, this is Kevin Shattenkirk, and you're listening to Ducks Radio AM 830. Welcome back, everyone. This is Angler Chronicles on Ducks Radio, KLAA AM 830. Well, somebody talked. Yeah, you are. Somebody did. Didn't you not hear Cliff? <laughs> Yeah. Anyway, so, um, you know, like, yeah, you can uh, call to arms, come out and join us by the end of the uh, uh, the end of the year, and, and one more trip with us on the El Dorado. That'll be good. Okay. A lot of good. I, I'm just really enjoying, Steve, what you're posting up there. I had no idea, I mean, absolutely no idea that Daryl LaMonica was a fisherman. How cool is that? A raider in the house. Oh, by the way, huge shout out to my boy Chuchin Baez. Okay, he's listening us, uh, listening to us. If I can make it up to Mount Shasta and just go hang with you, I would, Chuchin. I would. Okay, just you keep fighting this good fight, brother. Okay, so um, all good, all good. Okay, 
Hey, uh, yeah, I, I have know, a message. Monica is a pretty, actually a pretty serious angler. Uh, I met him. I'm, I'm sure he's not doing it anymore, but I met him uh, a few years ago at the ICAST show. He actually had his own lure company, uh, making uh, you know uh, mainly spinnerbaits for freshwater bass. So uh, yeah, that's uh, mm -hmm. that's a pretty serious guy. Well, that's love it. Yeah. Okay, go ahead. Um, yeah, I, I, shout out to Mike Blue at Tempe and, and Don Southerd, our boys, and Mike and and uh, Don and a couple other people out there. Um, you know, uh, like they said, it says if you um, you got to love the Raiders. You know, if you can't beat them on the field, they'll beat you in the parking lot. So let's. Uh, yeah, and don't forget that. <laughs> don't forget that. Don't forget that. So, that was good. So uh, thanks, Don, for that. Well, let me let me. Let me make an announcement here. Uh, my dear friend David Lewis, yep. he uh, posted this. Um, if you got kids, okay, or know somebody that has kids, LA Parks and Recreation and Fishing in the City will have fishing with Santa, with Santa at Whittier Narrows um, coming up here. Uh, let's see, it'll be December 4th, which will be next Saturday in South Belmonte. So it's the same program that we use. For uh, Mile Square Park, okay, fishing in the city, okay, so you can bring Santa, bring the kids out here, Santa will be there, and there should be plenty of catfish and trout. So bring the kids, have a good time. And so uh, William Davis, uh, or David Lewis, um, thank you for giving us the information. So here's another shot at taking the kids out, okay? That's so, always so get, one of the best get. things in the world. Absolutely, those smiles are, are priceless, you know. So, all right. Um, what I'd like all right, to Sergio, do, get last half, uh, yeah. Andrew's got a couple things to say, and he has to sign off. I guess they're getting ready for their event. So, okay, yeah. So, so uh, real quick, we're at Mountain Lakes. Uh, I guess Mia is still sleeping, um, but uh, he has a bite on derby today. Uh, it starts from nine and it goes all the way to the end of the day. Uh, he's doing a seminar. You know, talk a little bit about bite on and the techniques of trout fishing. Um, and then, uh, yeah, so what's happened up here at Mountain Lakes? Um, I got to get going here because I just missed a giant trout. <laughs> it almost ripped my rod on the metal. <laughs> but anyway, uh, good talking to you guys. Anyway. What was that? Good, good luck, I good luck, Andrew. Caught him anyway. <laughs> <laughs> he saved it. Yeah, as you know, everybody, the, the season's rolling around into freshwater, but, you know, Andrew never left it, so. <laughs> oh, boy. All right, well, listen, let's, let's, let's do this, okay? Uh, we got two segments left, right? okay? And I think it's really important at some point in the year to just stop and look back a little bit so that you can look forward, Okay. So what I'd like to hear from everybody is maybe a particular trip, any type of fishing-related trip, and, you know, why was it so fulfilling, okay? So why don't we start, Steve, you've got a tremendous amount of, uh, of trips here, but uh, why don't you give us, you know, your most memorable one for 2022, uh, 2021 thus far. Oh boy, gosh, that that that's a tough one. Um, I would say this this last trip that I was just on the Pacifica, where I uh, 
I, I didn't really know what I had. I, I uh, landed that 75-pounder on 20-pound test. Um, you know, uh, a number of different knots that all had to hold together. I was uh, using some new equipment that uh, is going to come out next year at the ICAST show. So it was sort of a proving ground. I was, I was pretty happy about that. And um, we had, you know, kind of the long and short of it on weather. We had some, some rough weather that we had to endure one day. And, and, and again, the, uh, the flat, calm weather that Sergio loves uh, when there's a Santa Ana condition. I, I guess my favorite trip is my most recent trip because my next upcoming trip can't be my favorite yet. <laughs> that makes sense. I love that. I love that. All right. Well, let's go to uh, let's go to Oliver. Let's go to Cliff. Oh, okay. Okay. You know, my favorite trip that was the beginning uh, in early January and and February. It was on the Ocean Odyssey, uh, fishing for rockfish. I've never done that on the Ocean Odyssey. I don't know if they've ever done that trip, but I hope they repeat those this year or next year for 2022. Because I got a lot, a lot of rockfish, freezer full. Yeah, those were the uh, those were the uh, Colonnette trips that we did with Anchor Chronicles in the Ocean Odyssey. It was a very unique thing. Normally, the Ocean Odyssey is taking care of the kids' trips, okay? And so uh, they're they're also just judging the harbor and, and showing the kids all the, the marine life there. But because of COVID, they couldn't do it, so we did these Colonnette trips, and they were led by Ben and. They were amazing. I, I'm glad you had such a good time on that. But your best trip, uh, Cliff, is yet to come on Tuesday. Oh, yeah. I'm looking forward to that one, definitely. Okay. We're going to go and see if we can put you on uh, some halibut. Okay, Ron, which is your best? Uh, well, I know it sounds like a cop-out, but all of them that I get to meet new people and help people. Uh, yeah, that is a cop-out. It is. Them. But you know what? It's true. And as long as I can meet new people and get to help people and teach them <laughs> and make them feel more comfortable at the rail, um, all of them. But the, the uh, we had the trips on the El Dorado, which were great, and then the Ocean Odyssey. So uh, you can't beat them. Uh, get out there and join them. And, um, you know, any time that you can catch a pelagic, you know, uh, you know yellowtail, tuna, um, those are great trips. All right, well, let's go to Oliver. So, so Ron, I kind of missed that. Are we talking about our, our best, for, uh, best trip this year or the trip we like the most this year? <laughs> which one was the most fulfilling? Yeah, which one was the most fulfilling? Oh, uh, well, you guys know me. It's all about the artificials. So, of, of the few trips I was able to do this year, uh, I did a full day on the Malahini at a region and landing uh, in the summer. And uh, I was uh, fishing our new S-Last Jig Stick with our new surface iron. And uh, I stuck to that 80% of the time as usual. And fulfilling, the fulfilling part was I ended up getting a yellow fin on that jig. Uh, one regret was I was trying to bounce that fish because, you know, it's only about a 20-pounder. I was fishing 40-pound line, and uh, I listened to the captain. He said, please don't do that. You know, we want to gas it. Uh, wish I would have uh, just bounced that fish, and then uh, I would have been a happy camper. But, yeah, getting getting a yellow fin on, a surf, on an FS uh, surface iron uh, definitely made my ear. Yeah, that would be very fulfilling. Absolutely. Your own product, absolutely. 
Yeah, for me, this year is just uh, almost like a repeat of last year is watching Ronda, okay? Um, this year we went to the East Cape, and she caught her first strike marlin, okay, using a 30-pound test. And the funny, funny thing is we were over this reef in about 270 feet of water, and the captain says, you know, there's really good snapper here. Um, if you guys want to grab some snapper. I said, yeah, let's give it a shot. So I set Rhonda up with a dropper loop. I send her to the bottom. And she goes, oh, I'm bit. And uh, you can tell it was heavy, but, it, but it's coming up nice and steady. You know, it's coming up, coming up. And then all of a sudden she goes, oh, I think I lost it. But what happened was the fish was now on the surface, and it was flying out of the water. 130-pound uh, striped marlin, okay, on 30 pounds. She goes, can I sit in the chair? I said, no. Can I have a belt? I said, no. And she goes, why not? I said, because you're my wife. We can't have you doing that on film. And so she fought this thing on 30-pound test. And Oliver, she was using her own rod, the 800M, okay? She was, like I said, on 30-pound test. And she just, I mean, she put a wood to it. You're going to see it, folks. She, she lands it, and the excitement, the jumping up and down, it was crazy. So, you know, we had to fish up for a few seconds, took a couple photos, uh, a few uh, video shots, and then back in the water. But that was really the highlight for me. It's just a pure nice. joy. I mean, she caught on that trip. Dorado, uh, Jack Craval, she had the mar she had two Marlin actually. Um, just on and on and on and it was it was really good. I mean, she actually does all the fishing in the show. You know, I, I just became an I just another deckhand. And um, I did get the you know, for me I did get a, on that trip I did get my rooster. I love to get my rooster fish when I go down to East Cape. I got a nice about a thirty five pounder, so that was fun. But it's just to see the smile, you know, uh, very similar to what we did, Ron, with uh, Square Park, you know, and to, to see uh, all those children, yeah. you know, and not only the children that I noticed this year, but I also noticed the parents, you know, here they come up, they weigh their fish, and the kids are beaming. I mean, you know, they have this, this catfish, and... For them, it's the first fish they ever got, and they're bringing it to the scales, and the parents are so excited. And, you know, it's so good to be able to be part of that, you know, facilitate, you know, getting them into the sport that we love so much. It's a lost art, you know. Um, you need to have the right parents these days to, to want to pass on that passion. You know, I mean, we see Steve, I see all his posts, you know, he's always showing you the Dondo peers and how it used to be because Steve used to hoof that thing. I mean, you used to get in, you used to just go and do it yourself, you know, you, you just, as a kid, you, you were out there on your own. You know, kids don't go out on their own like they used to. That That's so true, yeah. I mean, literally, the the, the parents would, would barely slow down, kick you out of the car at, you know, at, at 7.30 in the morning as they were on their way to work. And they'd say, you better be right here in this exact spot at 5.30 when I pick you up. You'd have like a dollar in your pocket, and you would, 
you would entertain yourself all day if you were real lucky. You got five bucks, and you could go out on the half day boat for for part of that period. Um, yeah, mm-hmm. it, that that just does not happen anymore. No, no, and that, that's what what's sad. So, you know, my my thing is to everybody listening: if you've got a child, you have a a, a grandchild, um, and you know, or a nephew or niece, you know, just pick them up, take them outside, you know, and, and show them. Yeah, well, we I love to do so much. Yeah, I um, I, I had I, pleasure of having my grandson this week, and and um, we actually talked about that. So I believe that we will be uh, fishing uh, with him, Sergio, after the first of the year. And uh, the, par- the parents that. have given me the okay to take him on a boat, and um, that's what we're gonna do. So can't, yeah, can't, I cannot absolutely. wait. And- you know, and when you pass it on, I mean, it's just, it's wonderful. I, um, you know, I got a chance to do that with my son and uh, now with Rhonda. And, um, and there's nothing more gratifying than to see those smiles because they're, they're truly genuine smiles. And uh, you can't buy that. You just cannot buy it, you know. And uh, so my, my thing to everybody is, you know, if you got a kid that you know and you want to take them out, Take them out. Insist. Take them out and show them why we do what we do. Because if we don't share it, it'll be lost. And uh, we want to get everybody involved. Like they get them outside of the house. What do we always say? Don't buy them an Xbox. Buy them a tackle box. Okay? So, uh, yeah, absolutely. Get them going. All right. So, um Let's see okay. what we got going. Well, hang on just a second, Sergio. We got the music yeah. coming on. So, oh, okay. Let's yeah, we'll be at that. This is Ducks Radio, AM830 KLA. This is Angler Chronicles, and we will be right back. Hi, this is Kevin Shattenkirk, and you're listening to Ducks Radio AM 830. Looking for something to do today? Come check out what's new at Michael's Sports Pub and Grill. Michael's was voted Orange County's best sports bar. Whether it's sports, drinks, games, or food, Michael's has something for everybody. And don't forget the wings that Michael is famous for. Michael's Sports Pub and Grill, 15192 Golden West Street, Westminster, California just south of the 405 freeway. Michael's Sports Pub and Grill. Don't blink on the sink with the original hookup baits. With their patented design, the original hookup baits are built in the USA using only the highest quality of materials and owner hooks. After years of research and development, the original hookup baits have captured the profile and lifelike action causing fish to bite, whether it's in salt water or fresh water, jigging or trolling. Go to hookupbaits.com or participating tackle shops and get yours today. Remember, don't blink on the sink and practice catch, photograph and release. There's nothing more peaceful than fishing. Just me, my pole, and some bait. Oh, and my life jacket, of course. I like fish, but I don't want to end up at the bottom of the water with them. Save the ones you love. A message from California State Parks Division of Boating and Waterways. Ducks Radio, AM 830. KLAA. All right, everybody, welcome back to Angels. Ducks Radio AM830KLA. 
this is Angler Chronicles, and welcome back. Uh, Sergio, i got a couple of housekeeping things so we don't forget. Uh, mm -hmm. We do have, like Sergio said, the trip on the departs on uh, the 29th at 8.30 and gets back on the uh, 30th. And then we have Taco Tuesday this Tuesday. So uh, we will be there. I know Sergio right. and Cliff will be tired from fishing that day, but, hey, what can I tell you? We'll um, be there. They'll be well, there. And yeah, and, yeah, absolutely. And, uh, you know, like I said, this benefits the Fishers of Men for the Shoes for the Children. And then I want to say uh, the Helena ha is still running, guys. Uh, they have a trip on the 11th that still has a, a couple of spots left. So get out there and call the number and get on the boat. And, Calvin, get That's better. Right. Well, yes. And I want to, um, you know, it's a strange show during the holidays. And so no better way to finish the show, I think, with a strange fish that was caught. And in fact, Steve Carson, you posted about this. It was a, um, a fish that was, was caught down in San Diego. Okay, really, really rare. You want to talk about that? From the deep, 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 well, it wasn't, wasn't actually caught. It washed up on the beach. Oh, yeah. It was, it was a, a, a Pacific football fish is the exact species. Um, it was a member of the anglerfish family, and they're really not that rare. You know, it's, it's pretty typical when uh, when our little fishing world leaks out into the uh, into the mainstream media. Uh, sometimes things are not exactly correct. They're not a rare fish. They're rare washed up on the beach in San Diego. <laughs> that that's what's rare about it. But you know, if you if you go down deep, deep, deep in the in the ocean, not that far off our coast, you know, uh, a couple thousand feet deep, it's a pretty common species. It is very weird looking. Um, you know, looks yeah, like you, if it was if it was blown up about about ten times bigger, it would definitely be a uh, a monster and would more than happily eat you. But um, but yeah yeah there there's a, a picture of it on the uh, Friends of Angler Chronicles Facebook page. And uh, actually, there was one of those washed up uh, in Laguna, I think it was, earlier this spring. So, Newport. I don't know, maybe Newport. they're down there fighting it out, and, uh, and the losers are washing up on the beach. It's hard to say, but, but it's, you know, it's definitely it, a weird-looking fish, not especially rare. I have a question for you. You don't yes, suppose where it washed up it had anything to do with the fish committing suicide? I don't suppose what it, had to do with it? That, that where it actually came to shore had something to do with it committing suicide. It, we ended uh, up at Black Beach. Okay. Oh, well, yeah, you for those who don't know, for those who don't know, Black Beach is a very famous nude beach <laughs> in San Diego, and... Um, Let's just say that the people that generally tend to uh, go there probably shouldn't go there. Yeah, I'll, I'll tell you what. You, a fish they, like that washes up on the like beach uh, like that. I don't think anybody'd go in the ocean. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but I'm wrong. Steve, what Steve's trying to say is the people that are at the beach shouldn't be there. And this is a very ugly fish too. <laughs> Anyway, well, it just didn't go off the way it sounded in my head. But it, it was good. It was good. No, it was really rare. It's really cool looking. What I like about why it's called an anglerfish, it's got like a, 
like an, an not really an antenna. It's got this thing on its head, and it uses it like uh, like a fishing rod, like a lure. So it dangles it in front of its mouth. It looks like it could be a bait fish, and so uh, a fish comes in to um, attack it, and then it gobbles it up. It's really cool looking. Okay, talk about survival of the fittest. Okay. Yeah. So I just think it's a really cool looking. And, and Steve, I do think there were some B, maybe even some C movies uh, made with um, back in the day with like this being a sea monster, giant fish. People don't realize how small these things are. They're actually quite small. Yeah, yeah. L- lucky for all of us, they're not very big. But yeah, the, the angler fish is is very interesting uh, adaptation. And, um, uh, again, we're lucky they don't get bigger than they do. Hey, uh, so there you go. Yeah, but, but yeah, yeah. I, once again, uh, not a rare fish, just rare to be washed up on the beach in San Diego. Not quite the same thing. But, Sergio, don't, okay. don't make an exception for Raider fans. <laughs> well, it was a football fish, bro. Okay. Hey, Oliver, speak. The, the speak. Good thing. Just remember, Oliver, only two things come out of Texas. Hey, okay, now let's see here. Hey, Oliver, what else? What do you got coming out new? <laughs> Oliver, tell us what you have uh, coming yeah, out. There's, we, there, there's, there's a few things we're working on. We'll definitely have uh, some few uh, new releases uh, during the shows. Uh, planning on doing both PCS and Fred Hall. Uh, we'll see how 2022 goes, but... There's quite quite a, quite a few things uh, in the works that we're not gonna let the, the cat out of the bag yet. Okay, cool. Um, yeah, there, there's uh, the Raider things. Um, yeah, uh, Sergio, go ahead. <laughs> All right, so let me talk to you about them Raiders. <laughs> no, okay. So no, I mean, um, look, as, as we close out this show, and, and I think you know, I'm, I'm very thankful for all of you guys and. Um, you know, the whole crew, and it keeps getting bigger and bigger and bigger. And uh, I just love it. I love it because we're able, we came together as friends. Uh, we remain so. And um, I think we've uh, moved into the brotherhood type thing. And for those people that fish and take this seriously, the sport, you realize that the friendships that are forged at the rail are friendships that will last forever and um it's just something happens it's magical you're out there in the water whether it be by the lake or on a boat on the ocean it's just it's just magical and the camaraderie that comes along with it the friendships like i said i mean they, they turn into like like a brotherhood and it's so important to be thankful just take a take a moment pause and uh, and just be thankful for the experiences. You know, my grandfather used to say, you know, you can't take all the, you can't take any of it with you, other than your memories, other than your experiences. And so um, I had the pleasure of uh, stopping by before I came up here to Sacramento. I stopped by uh, Fishing Syndicate headquarters and uh, sat there with uh, Rick and. Uh, and we had a nice lunch with Oliver, and, and we talked shop. And it's just you can't replace those moments, you know. And um, just 
just enjoy them. Enjoy them. And if you can get a moment in with your family, get in there with your family. You have, you guys have no idea how blessed. In fact, my mother was making that comment. She was so happy, she goes, that Rhonda loves to fish. Because, you know, now you know, she, it's an extended thing. You know, we, we, we go together, you know, and um, become very important. In fact, you want to hear a good one, Ron? I, I told Rhonda, I said, what do you want to do, you know, moving forward? You know, as we get a little aged here. And she goes, I'd really like to buy one of those big, huge motorhomes. I said, oh, you want to travel across the United States? She goes, yes, but I want to go south. And I go, what do you mean? She goes, well, I want to get over to Texas. We'll do the Texas coast. Then we'll do the Louisiana coast, move into Florida coast, go up the east coast. I go, that's, that's odd. Most people don't look at that. She goes, yeah, because you can fish. You can fish the Gulf. <laughs> you can fish cool. the Atlantic. And I'm going, oh, my. Well, this girl has it bad. Yeah. You know? And uh, yeah, she just wants to fish now. That's, that's all she that's wants awesome. to do. Hey, I know. I know. As long as the boat yeah. has a mirror and stuff, she's all for it. And you know, it. Um, oh yeah. Yeah, and it just uh, you're you're a lucky guy that your you know uh, wife gets the. That's a, that's incredible. Well, we got about a minute left, and I just want to say one thing, and we'll get back back to Sergio. Safefishing.com. Go to Carb. Sign up. Do what you need to do, and get this taken care of. That's it. Yeah, well, we're not going to have fishing in California. Be able to do what you guys love. So, all right. That's right. I'm thankful for my friends, Sergio, uh, Rhonda, uh, my family, my extended family, my family, Cliff. You've been a dear friend to us. Oh yeah. And, I'm very uh, thankful to have my, my wife for taking care of me and for you guys inviting me here to the radio station. Appreciate it very much. No problem. Well, you know you're my consigliere. You're my consigliere. That's right. He's our brother for life, okay. and Oliver, love you, brother. Um, Steve Carson, it's great. I I really enjoyed this year when I got to stand there and talk to you at the docks for that. That was that was fun, and I, we need to do that now. I, you know, the PCS and the Fred all shows are come up. We'll get to it. All right, guys. So to it. Yeah, coming up. So all right, guys. Hey, I got to sign off. This thing. is one last thing to uh, Oliver. Touchdown! <laughs> oh God. Okay, this is Ducks. Radio AMA 30 KLAA. This is Angler Chronicles, and we are out. It's time to truck on out of the city and get outside in God's country. We'll see you next week on Angler Chronicles.